Welcome to the Life Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's word on the issues that impact our lives. I'm Pastor Jim Lowe, and it is great to be here for another podcast. So the last time we did a podcast, we talked about two things that we have because of the grace of God. And in that, we talked about a little bit of the differences between God's grace and God's mercy. And one of the things that I said before was, was that a lot of times you kind of find them bundled up together, like, you know, God's grace and mercy, his grace and mercy. But what exactly do those two words mean? And is there a difference between those two words? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a huge difference. And because we talked about grace last time, I wanted to go ahead and do another teaching this time on mercy and two things that we have because of God's mercy. Now, Each Friday, we have a video that I post and it's on Facebook and it's on YouTube and it's a lunch teaching. Sometimes it's a lunch recap of the Sunday morning services we do, but occasionally it's a lunch teaching. And I covered this in the lunch teaching, but I wanted to make sure because we talked about the grace in the last podcast that we also talk about the mercy in this one as well, too. So I'm going to share two things that we have because of God's mercy. Now, I wanted to define mercy the same way that we did grace the last time. And so mercy in the Easton's Bible Dictionary is defined as compassion for the miserable. Now, combining or comparing, I should say, grace and mercy, as you may remember, grace is giving something that is not earned. It's like God giving us something that we do not deserve. Mercy that we're going to talk about today is is not giving something that is earned. In other words, Uh, God not giving us something that we do deserve, not receiving a full punishment for something, even though we deserve the full punishment. God is not going to give us the entire punishment. So two things that we have because of God's mercy. I want to go ahead and go to the first one. The first one is this. What we have because of God's mercy is number one, the forgiveness of our sins. I want to read from first Peter chapter one, verse three. And it says, praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ In his great mercy. He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. It's kept in heaven for you. So this is saying praise be to God because his great mercy is essentially allowing us to be saved. The forgiveness of our sins, the sins and the things that we've done in our past should keep us from God. But yet God has mercy on us to not give us the full punishment that we deserve. But it it brings us into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. And it's something that is kept in heaven for us. Now, I have a story that talks a little bit more about mercy here and the extent of God's mercy. And this comes from Nehemiah. This is in chapter nine, verse 26. So Nehemiah nine and 26, it says, but they were disobedient and they rebelled against you. They put your law behind their backs. They killed your prophets who had admonished them in order to turn them back to you. They committed awful blasphemies. Verse 27 says, so you handed them over to their enemies who oppressed them. But when they were oppressed, they cried out to you from heaven. You heard them. And in your great compassion, you gave them deliverers who rescued them from the hand of their enemies. Now, this scripture here, it also reminds me of something that we may have talked about. If you've been listening to some of my previous podcasts, when we talked about getting and all throughout the book of Judges, it talks about how there was a cycle that people will go through, that God's people will be doing great. 
And then they dis, they're disobedient and they rebel. The same thing we're talking about here in Nehemiah. They will put their law behind their backs. They would disregard the prophets who were there to try to steer them back towards God. And it says that God would hand them over to their enemies and those enemies would would oppress them. But in their oppression, they cried out. And from heaven, God heard them very similar to what we're reading right here. And in his great compassion, he heard them. His compassion led him to be merciful to them and he gave them deliverers and they rescued them from the hand of their enemies. And so with that, I have a major point here. Something I want us to think about is, is this our God is a compassionate and a merciful God. Verse 27, as I was summarizing it here, let's go back to verse 27. It says, but when they were oppressed, they cried out to you. From heaven, you heard them, and in your great compassion, you gave them deliverers who rescued them from the hand of their enemies. No matter how bad they were, when they cried out, because of God's great compassion, he heard them and he sent someone to rescue them. What does that remind us of? It, if, if you all know the story of Moses in Exodus chapter three, verse nine, when the burning bush, when God was talking through the burning bush to Moses, he said, and now the cry of the Israelites has reached me and I've seen the, the way that the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. As they cried, as they cried out to God, God heard them. He had compassion for them. Although they were in slavery, he had compassion for them and said, enough is enough. Now I'm sending you, Moses, to go and get them. So as a reminder, something about our God and his compassion. Point here for you to remember is God hears the cries of his people. No matter how difficult things get, God still hears you when you cry out to him and he will either deliver you himself or he will send somebody to deliver you. So let's continue a little bit. Now we're going to go all the way back to Nehemiah because that's what we, where we started. So in Nehemiah chapter nine, verse 28 is talking about the people here. It says, but as soon as they were at rest, when God did what he did, when he saved them, as soon as they were at rest, they again did what was evil in your sight. Then you abandoned them to the hand of their enemies so that they ruled over them. And when they cried out to you again, you heard from heaven and in your compassion, you delivered them time after time. Now, the first thing that we have because of God's mercy and his compassion towards us is the forgiveness of our sins. Now, this leads us to the second one. The second thing that we have because of God's mercy is this God's unending faithfulness to us. And this reminds me of another scripture here that I want to read. All right. I want to go to Lamentations chapter three, verse 17 through 23. Now, this is a few scriptures here, but there's something in here that I always read this scripture differently. Now, I was teaching on this scripture, uh, I don't know, a while back, and it was like God hit me with something in the pulpit in the middle of a Sunday morning, something I had never seen before. And now I never read the scripture the same. So I want to show you what I have here in terms of God's unending faithfulness to us. So in Lamentations chapter three, verse 17 through 23, it says, I have been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what prosperity is. Verse 18. So I say my splendor is gone and all that I had hoped from the Lord. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. Verse 20 says, I well remember them and my soul is downcast within me. Verse 21 says, yet this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. 
Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now, something before we even get into the the point that I read from this now, I want to tell you this point right here. It's what they said. It's talking about the Lord's compassions. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions, they never fail. They are new every morning. They are new every morning. So remember, y'all, God gives new mercies and new compassion. He has new compassion for us every single morning. No matter how we mess up, his mercies for us are new every morning. Now, let me get to this point real quick in terms of something to give us a different perspective on this. This is written potentially by Jeremiah. We believe that Jeremiah was writing this. And what it says here is that the subject of the conversation changes abruptly in the 23rd verse. Now, I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. And if you're listening to me, if you can look it up, you can see it a lot better. But just listen to me here. So let's go back to verse 17. Lamentations chapter three, verse 17. It says, I have been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what prosperity is. This is Jeremiah talking about himself. And who is he talking to? He's talking to the reader. He's talking to you. He's talking to me. Verse 18 says, so I say my splendor is gone and all that I had hoped from the Lord. Verse 19 says, I remember my affliction and my wandering and the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them and my soul is downcast within me. Yet I call this to mind and therefore I have hope. Now, remember, who is he talking to? He's still talking to you and to me. Jeremiah is talking to us. Verse 22 says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. Verse 23 says they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now, that part right there in 23 Great is your faithfulness. That's a direct your. Now, he, the person who he's talking to. But in verse 22, he says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. So he's talking to us about the Lord's great love for his compassions never fail. He's telling us the Lord's great love because of that love. We are not consumed because the Lord's compassions never fail. He never gives up on us. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. What this what, what's happening here is, is that in the middle of a sentence, Jeremiah is changing the subject of who he's talking to. And what it reminds me of is so many different times we may be in a position where we're talking to somebody and we are telling them about how good God is. And in the middle of telling somebody how good God is, we have to stop and say, God, thank you. Now, listening to it, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. God, you are so good. This hit him in a place. That had, he just had to say, thank you, God. Have you ever been in a position when you're telling somebody of your story of how God brought you out or something that God did for you? And in telling that story, it's something that almost comes over you that brings you to a point of tears almost because you begin to realize how great God has been to you because of his compassion, because of his mercy, because of his great grace, because of his love. And you're trying to tell somebody else and it's almost getting you choked up to where you have to say, God, just thank you. You tell the person you're talking to, give me a minute. I got to thank God again for this. This is what it looks like is happening right here in Lamentations. Jeremiah is having a moment just telling us about how good God is.
It's talking about the mercies that are new every single morning. This is because of God's great love. Because of his great love, he has mercy. Because of his great love, he has compassion on us. Now, let's go back to our principal reading here back in Nehemiah. All right. So in Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 29, still talking about how crazy these folks of God were. It says you warned them to return to your law, but they became arrogant and they disobeyed your commands. They sinned against your ordinances by which a man will live if he obeys them. They sinned against them. Stubbornly, they turned their backs on you. They became stiff necked and refused to listen. You know, even throughout all of this, God decides over and over and over again to bring back, to save, to rescue to grab, to go get. It's like no matter how we treated God, he continued to love on us anyway. And the major point that I want to put here for us to to talk about is, is that when we dug our own graves, God lifted us out of them. Yeah, we can be in some positions because of things that people have done to us, but you know what? Nobody can dig a grave for us like we can. We can put ourselves in some of the worst things, but yet because of God's compassion for us, he will reach in there, grab us and lift us out of it. That's something that we have because of God's mercy. So two things that we have here because of God's mercy. One is the forgiveness of our sins. And two is God's unending faithfulness towards us. Number one, the forgiveness of our sins, the mere fact that we are a sinful people. God washes all of that away so he can still be with us. And the second thing is, is that God's unending faithfulness towards us. His compassions never fail. New mercies every single morning. Somebody ought to say, God, thank you. So I pray this was a blessing for you. Okay, I want to thank you for joining us on another episode of the Light Post podcast, a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. It was great being here again. I want to thank you all so much for your time. Y'all take care. God bless. And until next time, talk to you soon.